Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Thursday, July the 27th, and welcome to our commentary. I have a post over at the American Thinker today that I'd like you to check it out. It's available over at the American Thinker. You can also pick up uh, pick it up on my blog. I usually reprint uh, my American Thinker post on my blog as well. And it has to do with the Biden administration and the problems that, the problems that they are having on the border. Um, as you probably heard, they ran into another uh, judge who shot down another one of their programs. Now, this time, uh, it was a lawsuit uh, from the immigration activists who wanted, uh, who thought that the, that the Biden's administration's post-Title 42 uh, approach was not uh, humane. And as it turns out, everything they're doing on the border just doesn't work. And they keep running, whether it's a court opinion or whether it's just reality, Nothing seems to work. I mean, if you saw Secretary Mallorca before the House uh, here in the last uh, couple of days, I mean, the, the man makes a fool out of himself every time he goes in front of the House because, you know, he keeps talking about the border as if everything is just fine. The border is under control. We're just doing a great job. But then the numbers prove him wrong. The reality of the border is exactly the opposite. And the Biden's administration, the Biden administration's problems uh, come from the very first week that the administration was in office when they decided to reverse a very successful policy that was working rather well, and that was the remain in Mexico policy. The, Biden, the Trump administration had put in place remain in Mexico, and it was working extremely well. And the reason it was working well is because it understood that you had to figure out some way of discouraging people from coming to the border. So if you have to wait in Mexico until your court case is approved or a judge is going to look at your case, then you're probably not going to go to Mexico. You're going to stay in your country. I mean, nobody's going to come from, let's say, uh, Venezuela or Cuba or wherever it may be to the border if they have to wait in Mexico. That's not their objective. Their objective is not waiting in Mexico. Their objective is coming into the United States. So the Trump approach recognized that you had to discourage people from going to the border by having them stay in their own country or at least not coming into the United States. Once the Biden administration lifted Remain in Mexico, then they're coming, and they're coming by the thousands. Uh, you know, all kinds of estimates as to how many people have come in, 4 million, 5 million, who knows? Nobody knows because there's a bunch of getaways people, in other words, who we don't even know who they are. We don't even know where they are, which is uh, pretty scary, uh, given the potential for terrorism and, and, and so on here in the United States. So this is the problem. The Biden administration thought that by eliminating the Trump program remain in Mexico, that they were going to fix the problem. But in fact, what they have done is made the problem worse because Remain in Mexico was working. Remain in Mexico was a good policy and it was a policy based on common sense, not necessarily politics, but common sense. And the understanding of the Trump administration that they had to discourage people from coming to the border. Once people realize, and I'll say it again, once people realize that they're going to have to stay in Mexico where they're waiting for their court date, they're not going to come. And, you know, I've had experience on this because I've spoken to people here in the United States 
who've come in and who have asked the question. You came in because you knew you could come in. In other words, you came to the border because you knew you could come into the United States. But if remain in Mexico was in effect, would you have come? And the ones that I've spoken to, and I'm not saying that this is a scientific survey, but I've spoken to at least 10 people, they all say, no, we wouldn't have come because it's our objective was not to remain in Mexico. Was our objective was to come into the United States and hope for and then wait for the court date uh, here in the United States. So that's the problem. The basic problem of the Biden administration is that they changed a policy that was working rather well. And now they got to deal with the circumstances and deal with a, a situation on the border that is not getting better, a situation on the border that is you know, just a, a perfect storm. That's what they, that's what you have on the border. On one hand, you've got the drugs coming in. And then on the other hand, you've got the human traffic. And these two things have turned the border into a very dangerous and frankly, a very inhumane place. You know, the people are always, you know, people on the Democrat side are always talking about humanitarian. Well, what's happening on the border right now is not humanitarian. You know, having people pay others to bring them to the border you know, having people come into the United States uh, this way is not a very humanitarian approach. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully uh, the Biden administration will come to its senses or we may have to wait until a Republican president steps in and reverses these crazy things that the Biden administration has done on the border. Well, you may be uh, following the election in Spain. I just wanted to give you a quick update. There's nothing happening in the election in Spain. They had an election the other day, nobody got a majority, and it may it looks like they're gonna to have to do another election. I mean, that's the only outcome. Or what they may end up doing is having this indecisive, inconclusive situation, which of course would maintain the socialist uh, in power for an indefinite uh, period of time. So real disappointed with what happened in Spain because I thought the conservative wing of, of the political or the, the center and the, the right wing would come together and at least deliver 176 uh, parliamentary seats so that a, a new conservative could be appointed uh, prime minister in Spain. And that didn't happen. And I'm very disappointed that they weren't able to do that because the country is in very bad shape. You know, Spain needs help. Spain needs to get its act together. And maintaining the socialist in power is not going to to accomplish to accomplish that. Just another quick note. I was watching um, a news report about these uh, young women who were speaking before a House committee, and they were speaking, of course, about men playing in women's sports. And one of the young women was complaining that they had to undress in the girls' locker room with a man in, in the room. In other words, this uh, swimmer, uh, male swimmer, whatever his name is, who ran as a, who swam as a man, he was actually undressing and dressing up and showering with a bunch of young women. And the young women were naturally very uncomfortable with that. And they were, and they were protesting. And there was a very interesting exchange between one of the young women and Congressman Cohen, who's a Democrat. Uh, I, I don't remember where he's from. I think it's Tennessee. And Congressman Cohen was saying that he didn't think that uh, the school did this very well or acted very well. He thought the school should have provided like barriers to somehow uh, create barriers so that the young women could undress by themselves and more privacy. 
And I thought one of the young women came back to the congressman with just an absolutely perfect uh, point. And she said, look, if you are acknowledging that you have to have barriers or create barriers within a women's bathroom or locker to protect women from men, then you're acknowledging that we have two genders and you're acknowledging that we don't have any privacy. And I thought that comeback was absolutely stunning. But what continues to amaze me is the way that so many Democrats seem to be really uh, hung up on this whole question of, of men playing with women and can't seem to understand the biological differences between men and women. I mean, this has nothing to do with civil rights. This is simply a biological difference between men and women. Men and women are different in many ways, of course. And separating them in a locker room or having two locker rooms like we all grew up uh, having, I mean, the boys go here, the girls go here, that does seem as natural to me as anything. And we should be going back to that standard rather than, you know, what this Democrat congressman was suggesting that we have within the women's locker room, we have like protectors so that the girls can undress without the men seeing them. Well, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous, but that is unfortunately uh, where this debate uh, has taken us to. I mean, it is just an insane, absolutely insane that we're even talking about this um, in the United States. It's absolutely insane that the Democrat Party continues to push this idea of transgenders as if somehow gender is something you can change. No, you cannot change your gender. You're born male or you're born female, and that's it. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it, so you might as well accept it and deal with that uh, reality. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody.